Hey, Mark, what's up? Yeah, no. Bobby took the kids to their grandparents for the night while I wrap up the Christmas gifts. They'll be back in the morning, though. No, I was not trying to get out of the work party. You know I love people. Ugh, who the fuck is that? Yes, like I said, I'm a people person. Let me call you right back. I know I'm a bit early, but can I get my milk and cookies, please? Oh. <laughs> Shouldn't you be coming through the chimney? Back in the day when I was a little more limber. Now I just use the front or back door. Maybe even a window. Okay. This is cute and everything, but what do you want? Orion and Ash here. Those little kitties have been good all year long. I brought their presents. Hold on. How do you know my kids' names? I know much more than that, Michael. I know about your gambling debt that you're trying to hide from your husband. I know about you cheating on your high school exams. I even know you lied about your younger brother's accident when you were little. He didn't exactly fall off the boat, did he? Get the fuck away from my house before I call the police. Please do. Most of them have it coming as well. You'd be doing me a favor. Oh, you want to... You stay right here. I have a few bullets with your name on it. I hope you spelled my name right, you illiterate fuck. Oh, come on, Mikey. Let me in. Don't you know who I am? I'd think the outfit would give it away. You know. It has taken me forever to find you. I can do many things, but the one thing you pesky humans can do to throw me off your scent is change your damn names. At least for a while. You have been naughty your entire life. And unlike the tales they tell you brats, I don't give out coal. I come to collect. Collect what? My milk and cookies, of course. Oh. <laughs> That's it? I have some in the kitchen. Oh, you misunderstand. And that is actually quite common. I don't want that grocery store shit. I prefer mine fresh. The milk is your blood. And the cookies are your flesh. And like I said, I've come to collect.
Welcome back, people. It's, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might be a little tipsy already. It's okay. It's for the great show. This is your boy, Mike. Welcome. And welcome back to the People Under the Scares podcast. This is Mike. This is Bobby. And we, well, I'm going to say Bobby chose this pick. And... This pick, this picture, Sorry. this movie. I am drunk. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> we have the classic. I have to say, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, oh, okay. I was very entertained. We watched Santa's Sleigh. S L A Y. Yes. So that is the movie we will be reviewing today. Yes, um, and I said I'm sorry because um, I wasn't too sure how you was going to feel about this movie because it is just out there. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the worst, but out of all the Christmas horror movies there is to pick out there, um, I just wanted to pick something that people don't talk about as often. Mm-hmm. And um, when I asked you, you said you haven't seen this before, I was just like, all right, perfect. We're going to get into uh some Santa whipping people ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, Santa's taking Krav Maga and um, pff, Muay Thai, all this, all the fighting styles. Yes, and I was loving it. Because <laughs> it had what's that? What's the wrestler Goldberg? Is that who it was? Bill, mm-hmm, Bill Goldberg. You're a wrestler fan? No, not really, but I know of him. Because he was just a very popular uh, wrestler. I remember I had a um, notebook with him on it, though, because for some odd reason, uh, when I was in middle school, one of my aunts thought I was like a wrestler, and I wasn't. Uh, (laughs) And they gave me a Goldberg notebook. And I mean, I used it, obviously, because I back then I used to to write a lot. And I had a whole bunch of ideas, and I used to just write in there. And I still remember what it looked like. Um, so yeah, I mean, and it was cool because I mean, he, he was, uh, he's a handsome man. So yeah, this is true. This is very true. I was going to say, you, I'm sure you didn't hate the fact that you got a, a book with his picture mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sorry, I'm sipping on um, tea with some bourbon y'all. Um, so, <laughs> so what have you been uh, watching lately? Um, so what I've been watching, um, obviously, I think the whole world is watching the Chucky series, uh, which is mm. the season finale tonight. I'm super excited. Yes. Uh, we're getting, what, two hours? Is it two hours I think it's, Chucky? It's, I think it's, so I'm not sure. I think it's 90 minutes. Okay. But I'm not sure if that means it's two hours and 90 minutes is just without commercials or if it's 90 minutes and we're getting like a, an hour 20 of the show. Yeah. Either way, I'm excited. I'm ready to I'm ready to see these kids get got. <laughs> well, let's see. Um, I'm ready for. I'm ready to see Lexi get got. I mean, oh, that she's been a redeeming character <laughs> on ever since what episode three or four or whatever. Right. Um, but no, she gotta go. Yeah, what was the last episode she was like, you, you were just gonna leave us, your family. I was like, bitch, you are not my damn. <laughs> okay. Like, All that crazy like, shit. Like dead dad being electrocuted. I still didn't forget that bitch. So no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
I mean, I will admit, she's growing on me. I will admit that. And they've made me dislike you. I'm surprised because knowing you, you usually see past the bullshit. Man, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. She's growing on me. So it's it's hard because she is she is a bitch. I don't care how it's try to be try to explain it away if you want to. But I also like badass women. So it's kinda like and I could tell she's taking charge of the group and what is his name? Jake? He's the lead, but to me she's the one in charge of the group. She's in charge of the girls. And um <laughs> I Jake can go. Um Junior obviously can go. Not Devin. No, I don't want Devin to die, but I have a feeling he might. Did you want to do like predictions real quick? Like little yes. thirty second prediction. I think Okay, real quick, I think uh Junior is gonna die. I think Lexi, unfortunately, is going to survive. She's not going to die. Uh, mm-hmm. As much as I want her to, I don't think she is. I, I, hope, I hope her mom gets it, though, if she doesn't get it, because her mom is a piece of shit, too. Um, a lot of people say that Andy is going to die. Um, mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't die either. I mean, because it'll be... Unless it's a very cool, honorable way that he goes, just because he's been with the, you know, the franchise for a long time. Like, he's, you know, he's been there since the first one. So if he does go, I hope it's done in a satisfying way rather than just a cheap way out. Um, but yeah, that's my predictions, and I just hope that all the Chuckies die. And <laughs> I, being a still that is renewed for season two, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, obviously, a Chucky's going to survive and be out there. So yeah, but that's my predictions. Yeah. How about you? I want the Chucky dolls to thrive. I want them to corrupt all <laughs> all of the children. Uh, as far as Andy, I'm in my head. I'm like, okay, if he's gonna die, I want it to be like a callback to the first movie. So he's gonna be like, "This is the end, friend," and then he's gonna like gonna explode Chucky in himself or something. Yes, something along them lines. But I, I tell you this right now: if they kill Kyle, I'm done. I am yeah, done. Does <laughs> she? First of all, Kyle been my favorite. Uh, obviously, since the second movie that she was in, like mm-hmm. she was, she was cool as shit, you know, and she still is. So, hopefully, they do not kill Kyle because she's great. I like her a lot. Kyle was the moment and is the moment, and I need, I would love to see her in on more of the show. Yes. Um, what else have we been watching? Um, I've been watching that, and I just pulled out um, a stack of some of my Christmas uh, horror films. Um, because I'm trying to get in the mood now. Um, now that Thanksgiving's done and over with and everybody's putting up their Christmas lights and trees and things like that. So I'm trying to get in the mood in the best way I can by watching some Christmas horror. And yeah, so I got a stack ready. I'm trying to watch some of my favorite Christmas episodes or shows I like. Just trying to get in the mood. Are you were like, during Christmas you just prancing throughout the house singing Christmas uh, songs and like <laughs> randomly like dashing through the snow and it went because you know I hear all the time at work and I hear different like iterations of like the classic Christmas songs and it's just I that's the last thing I want to hear when True. I'm home because I hear so much at work um, or just in general public, you just walking through a mall or a store, uh, just a random store, and they're playing those Christmas songs. So no, um, I do have a favorite Christmas song. I do have particular Christmas songs I like to hear, and by particular artists as well. 
Um, I listen to their version opposed to like the classics just because it's just Ooh. I hear I hear them too much. What's your so, favorite Christmas song then? My favorite Christmas song is um, Last Christmas by uh, Wham. I love that song so much. Wait, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. What? Wait, that's Wake Me Up Before You Go Go, right? That's Wham? Yeah, but. Okay, I have to listen to that. Last Christmas. Oh, yes, that is a good one. That's a good one. Okay. So I'm really bad at recognizing songs for Christmas. George Michael. There we go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I do understand what you're saying about like the mall and the Christmas music. Cause I shout out to Sears in New York and Company. I used to work. Uh, well, I was like Al Bundy in the shoe department in Sears, and then I would work stock at New York and Company. And the Christmas music would drive me insane. Right, insane. Other than Mariah Carey. Uh, no, that's the main. I'm sorry, my friend, <laughs> but that damn song. It drives me insane. That's like the main one. I remember maybe four, five years ago, I went to a haunted house. Um, actually, it was like a, a haunted hayride house situation. It was in the woods. And usually while you're waiting, they have like different vendors out there. Um, they have karaoke and all that fun stuff. Anyway, when we first got there, um, it was these girls singing all I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. It's Halloween, Michael. Why are you singing that song in this Halloween? Like, it was pissing me off. I really want to turn back. (laughs) (laughs) Or throw a candy apple at them or something because I really (laughs) was getting annoyed. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'm over that song. You know how, and I love Mariah Carey, but you know how irked I am every time? Like, I think this year on Halloween, she released that video of it was like a dramatic like scary video and then she walks out her door and she's like smashing the pumpkin and the christmas music start playing Mac, that pissed me off that quickly are you she's sure like, why are you sure that wasn't michael myers because you know people say they look alike the michael myers mask and mariah <laughs> i posted that too i said mariah you tried it you're beautiful, Mariah. I'm just saying. I, the cheekbones, I can so I can see it. I see it. <laughs> I think that's why she's upset. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's accurate. Oh my god. So the only new thing I really watched, I went to see the Resident Evil movie. How was that? I still haven't seen it. <sighs> How could I describe this? So if you're a Resident Evil fan, I would say you should still watch it, but. It really felt like I was watching live action cutscenes from the video games all just put together. Um, uh, I mean, and it, so this, it would have been perfect as a TV show. A TV show all day, that would have been a good, a good look for it. But as like an hour, 45 minute, which is less because of um, trailers, but it, it was just trying to throw too much in from. Resident Evil One, Two, the remake, um, but I did like I did like as a fan I liked all the little uh, references and callbacks and shit. Um, it just it should have been a show because you have these characters 
And they, you don't get to see them that like you don't see Joe Valentine that much. You don't see that much of Chris or that much. It's it's a lot of building up, and I guess it's like an intro movie basically. Uh, okay. It's an intro movie through Resident Evil Two in an hour thirty minutes, and I was, mm. they they need to stretch so it out. So it's more of Resident Evil One than Two, but. If you think they're going to do a sequel, do you think they're going to go more into mm. Resident Evil 2 and 3 as well? Well, they did too, because it literally was a mixture of Resident Evil 1 and 2. Like, I'm, I'm in my head, I'm trying to, like, okay, I can't give away the, <laughs> too much in this in case people want to watch it. But it literally is both of the games combined oh, so yeah, into one movie. I forgot it's brand new. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, so I mean, check it out for matinee or watch it for free if you can. Uh, but I, I would not pay eighteen, nineteen, twenty dollars for it. Okay. But I will say, I enjoy it. I just like as a fan, I enjoyed it more than what we got with the other Resident Evil movies. Even though those were like action heavy and entertaining, game wise, I enjoyed it. Okay. And I'm just leave it at so that. So I'm hoping that it gets better because <clears throat> I already knew that I was going to like this. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet, but just by the um, trailer, I already felt like I was going to like it better than the other, I mean, more than the Resident Evil films that we got because, again, those are more action-heavy, and we like action, of course, but they just took, like, a, a, a sharp turn. Yeah, I wish I had. You know, they're not going off of the video games, and it kind of pissed me off. And it's like, I love Mila Djokovic. I Mm -hmm. think she's amazing. I think she's beautiful. And obviously, she did carry all those films. But as a Resident Evil fan, I particularly 1, 2, and 3, because I grew up on those games, and I played them all the time. Um, I just wasn't satisfied with those movies. So every time they came out, with a new one, every time they came out with a new one, um, I just didn't care. I didn't yeah. care. And it's probably one movie that I, maybe one or two I haven't seen out of the um, the series. Uh, but I do remember seeing one with Boris Kojo, and I like him of a lot. Course. Of course. <laughs> so, of course, that's, that's what you remember. It's way into a Resident Evil movie. Cool. <laughs> But yeah, and I remember seeing a movie with um, Mila Jogovich. I think it was Ultraviolet, and mm. I was like watching it, and I'm like, "Yo, this is literally a Resident Evil about the zombies." She's she's and an action star, a badass action star. Yeah, she is. She's great though. But um, and I understand like maybe like they continue to go that way just because it made them a lot of money. Yeah. But, for the fans that love Resident Evil, like I still feel like they should have stayed true to the video games opposed to going that way. So I mean, yeah, I would have loved to have telekinesis in the Resident Evil game when I ran out of uh, ammo or I was about to die. Oh no! Yes. Um, <laughs> and uh, like the. See how I was playing real quick. I was playing like on the remake of Resident Evil Three, mm. and my best friend, <laughs> he was just like, "Oh." Where's Alice? I'm like, Alice is not in the game. She was like, what? <laughs> I was like, bro. Like, he's like, so, like, if you run out of bullets, that's it. I said, yeah, like, you have to get new bullets or um, find them, use a knife, find other guns. 
So he said, I can't use my powers to fuck them up. I said, nope. Mm-hmm. He said, man, I don't want this shit. So I said, that's how I know that you're not a Resident <laughs> Evil fan because you don't know shit. You just know. You, you were just hoping that Alice was in this video game and had fucking psychic powers, and that was it. <laughs> like, that's the dream. <laughs> I will say those first few games, you didn't get powers, but if you had a game shark, real quick, you could get unlimited whatever. Rocket launcher, Gatling gun. I remember that. I don't know about now. Let me. Mm-hmm. We, I could talk about this forever. Let's, let's get on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing. I, that first movie. Why? Why is a liquor the main villain in this movie? I, I can't. I can't. In this, in this movie. The first movie. The first oh, Resident Evil movie. Like, yeah. why is the liquor the main? Just... Like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. No. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're terrifying and they're scary, but. You can. They just need like what three or four shots to the head, and they're down. So I run right past them. They, I don't even. Mm-mm. I fight them because they be getting me out of here. They be jumping <laughs> and them fucking tongues, and they be slashing me up. I said, no, y'all gotta go. <laughs> you bring up a good point. Would a liquor be good at Anlangus? You said a liquor would be what? Good at. I was trying to give it a, a, a clinical or technical. Would they be good at munching ass a liquor? Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, just and I know they got sharp teeth, so as long as they no yes. teeth, you know how that goes, no teeth. Mm. Um, and Ooh. just use the tongue. I think it'll be amazing, but I also <laughs> think it will be very deadly because those tongues go very far. They do so. all up in your intestine, in the intestines along as well. Okay, yeah, let me not. I get tangled up in there, and then when he's pulling his tongue back out. You might put your testers with this. Uh, he has to be careful. You have to train him. I'm regretting bringing that up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. What's been trending in horror recently? What you got? Trending. Oh, so we just got news today that uh, Nicolas Cage is going to be playing Dracula in the new Renfield movie um, produced by Universal Pictures. That's going to be very interesting. How do you feel about that? <laughs> uh, so, I feel like Dracula is a very subdued character. So, but I do like when Nicolas Cage acts crazy in movies. Same. So, do I want Dracula screaming and having fits? Kind of. I, I'll, I'll, I'm okay with it. I'll go with it. Okay. On the same way, um, I feel like he'll be okay. But Nicolas Cage can also play a, a mysterious, silent character. Have you ever watched him in Willy's, uh, Willy, Willy's Wonderland? Oh, I believe Jesus. that's what it is. With I the did watch that. Animatronics. Yes. And he didn't like speak one word. Not even like anything. Like he didn't say anything in that damn movie. And I think it made it even more better. And I liked him in that movie, um, surprisingly. So I feel like he can do a good Dracula. I just. I'm curious of how he's going to, uh, how he's going to present us in his version of Dracula. Yeah. It might be the quiet type. It might be the loud type. Um, we don't know. Is but he it's gonna? Cage, and guess what? I'm here for it. So. Is he gonna try uh, to yeah. seduce people, or is he just gonna be like a uh, Thirty Days of Night crazy, crazy, crazy vampire? Like I just, I'm really curious to see where he would go with it. Mm. Yeah, me too. But that news just broke today, so I'm excited for that. 
Um, also, we brought up Chucky season two. Also, uh, it's going to happen. I'm happy that's happening because we need another season of Chucky because this season was just so damn good. Um, the actors, uh, the puppetry with Chucky was even good. Uh, the music was great. And just people that I would... Oh, gosh, here comes this dog. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just the... Um, just what they did with the show in general was just... It was great. It, it reached a bunch of people that normally probably wouldn't even watch Chucky. They probably would watch... They probably would only watch, like, the first or second movie and probably haven't seen Bride or Cult or Curse. Mm -hmm. And they still would love this... Uh, this uh this tv show like at my job i'm hearing people talk about the show and i know damn well they probably haven't seen all the films but yeah so yeah. i'm happy that they're getting a season two i think people because i was even talking to somebody today and he i guess he had, i know he didn't see cult of chucky so i think he was a little confused with how he was able to get into like mo if y'all haven't seen the show spoilers even though we already talked about the shit uh, <laughs> uh, he was confused like why is he in multiple dolls so I was like you gotta watch the other movies before getting into this but yeah I'm excited for season 2 I'm excited I'm hoping they're gonna do like more horror movies based on characters that we know and love yep maybe they can I don't know cause TV is starting to be well it is a big deal now um, like a lot of people's watching more TV and actually going to the movie theaters. So mm -hmm. I'm happy that at least with Chucky that they want this because I think the last movie, last Chucky movie that was in theaters was Seed, and then it went straight to uh, video on demand and DVD with Curse and Cult. So and then they had a remake. So I'm happy that they went the TV route with this just because Chucky has that personality. Chucky is a funny character, but also scary. And look, we got all these other horror TV shows out here. Um, might not have a Chucky one, and it's doing such a great job. I just don't want them to just go too far off. I don't want to start to become like unbelievable, something that Chucky would do. And they're only doing things to make their audience happy. Yeah. But then again, um, I think Don, Man Don Mancini, since he created the show, he created Chucky, he wouldn't let it go that far. Like, if, I feel like if he knows something is wrong or something, like they, the writers try to make Chucky do something that he's, you know, something that he normally wouldn't do, um, that he will step in and be like, nah, Chucky wouldn't do that. Let's change it. Have some creative direction here. Yeah. So... Uh, and I hope they would know when to actually end the show and not like just keep going endlessly yeah. and making shit up. Also, if Andy dies, season two, bring back Tyler from Child's Play Three, and yes. he'll be mad. He Andy's doing? dead. Bring Tyler, bring Tyler in. Yeah. Him and Kyle yeah. can work together. Exactly. Or I mean, even if Andy survives, like bring back his mama. What is Catherine Hicks doing? I don't see her doing anything. Seventh Heaven ended long ago. So, um, I would love to see her come back uh, Detective Nars. So That would be interesting to see her. Because, yeah, it's been a yeah. minute since I've seen her in anything. Right. It would be cool to see some old faces. And it would just be cool. I mean, I'm not too sure uh, what 
purpose she would play, but um, it would be nice to see, oh, if Andy survives and we follow him a little bit more, opposed to him just hunting down Chucky in different cities, um, and we get a little bit more of his life, especially, you know, since he was a kid up until this point, because we didn't really get much of that. Maybe we get to see his relationship with his mom now, opposed to uh, before. Also, um, where he getting all this money to be hunting Chucky dolls, and they just driving around the country? Right. I don't know. <laughs> and if you remember, on the, I think it was the last episode when they went to that family house, um, him and Kyle. It's just like that was the same doll from that was one of the dolls from Cult of Chucky because he had the melted hand. Mm. And that's so I was like, oh snap, he has, he has the melted hand. I remember that the doctor and Colt was doing it to the doll to show that show to Nika that the doll isn't alive. But I believe that doll was fucked up. So like, I'm not too sure that's the same one. They got his hair like cut off or something. I don't know. I feel like something more happened to that doll that it looks perfectly fine except for the hand. So I don't know. But Andy and Kyle, they got some good work um, hunting down these damn dolls throughout the fucking country because child good luck and, yeah and it's weird too and now I'm digging deep into it I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it this is also what's going on now is I believe what was it two weeks after the event yeah. happened in cult because I remember um, Nika said that yeah she said when, it's been two weeks yeah so a lot of things are happening quickly, happening quickly, especially with how these dolls are being spread out. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's news. Um, and also, one last thing, I just have to throw this in there because I love this movie so much. And this is another movie that I know a lot of people like, but not talking about as much. Um, and Michael, this is in your name as well on <laughs> social media. Um, Hocus Pocus 2 um, is being shot. We had some images that came out, I think, a week or two ago um, of the Sanderson sisters coming back. I'm super excited. I cannot wait. Uh, it should be out on Disney Plus next year, uh, okay. October 2022. 20, so I'm ready for that. Could you hear that? No. <laughs> I press some button. I press some button. I'm supposed to do like clapping and shit, and you didn't even hear. Okay, I gotta figure that. <laughs> I gotta figure that. <laughs> I, well, I'm very excited for that. So, but I just couldn't hear it. I'm very excited for that. Um, so I didn't find any news. So I only f- I see two movies that sound kind of interesting to me, at least. Uh, there's one called The Advent Calendar that's a Shutter original coming out December 2nd, um, which by the time this episode comes out, this should be out already. And it's about an ex-dancer by the name of Ava, and she's been a paraplegic for three years. And she receives a mysterious Advent Calendar that could change all of that. So she takes the opportunity, obviously. Um, but every gift that she receives from this calendar comes with a price. So it's, it's going to be like a struggle to see how far she's willing to go to get what she wants. And it's a, a, allegedly a Christmassy kind of movie, or unless it's just gifts, 
and, that, and that's why. But um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna check that out. It's on Shutter. Um, okay. And other movies called Silent Night. And it's on mm-hmm. AMC, will be on AMC Plus December 3rd. Now, I know AMC Plus I can't wait for is a little grip, but I saw on Instagram, I don't know if this is a scam or not, but they were doing $199 subscriptions per month for a year. I don't know if that's still going on, but if it is, I would get on that. But um, that yeah. stars Keira Knightley and Matthew Good, and it's about an extended, an extended family coming together at Christmas dinner on an eve of the apocalypse. Give me all that. Yes, I am ready. I want to see this so bad. I've been hearing good things about it for people that have seen it in uh, Fantastic Fest this year. Uh, a lot of people were, were talking about it and just saying nothing but good things. So I can't wait to see this. Um, if there's a free trial for this AMC Plus, <laughs> I'll watch it on here. Um, if, it's, if that deal is correct, Michael, I'll <laughs> it just to watch it. Um, but yeah, that's something that I'm looking forward to because I, I give me more um, holiday shit. I'm, I'm ready for it. So, especially holiday horror stuff. So, yeah. right. Okay. Let me see. Oh, got to stretch a second. Let's see. Oh, so now we're getting into this. Might be my favorite part of every episode. Um, horror hunks <laughs> of. <laughs> Of the week. So, Bobby... Well, basically, this segment would just be... We're each going to give a, a person that we find yes. to be ravishing, scrumptious, delicious... Sexy. Sexy. Hot. Yeah, all, <laughs> all, all of that. Absolutely. So, Bobby, who'd you pick? Um, in theme of this movie... Um, I feel like it was only right, and I'll watch this movie again, not only to prepare, <laughs> but to see if there was anybody that I missed um, before, but um, sadly, no. There was only one hot person in this movie, and that is Bill Goldberg from uh, Santa Slay. So, part <laughs> of the week is to Bill Goldberg. Especially in this, just rewatching this, I'm like, you know what? This man has a goal. He's jumping through windows. Mm. He's charging at people. He's a tall, um, very well built, thick <laughs> <laughs> man. And I would not mind if this man slide down my chimney on Christmas Day. <laughs> agree with you to me he was the only person in this movie that I mean I guess it sounds mean if I say worthy of horror hunk status uh, now I did recognize the, the the lead Nikki whatever his name was Nick Nikki I feel like well obviously he's older now because this was 16 years ago and I know I've seen him in other stuff and he's attractive but as far as this movie goes it's definitely Goldberg because like you said, he, he he's strong. He's he he he's determined. He um he just seems very rough around the edge. He's what do they call it? Alpha male. He might get on my nerves, but as Bobby said, 
Am I gonna? <laughs> <laughs> also, he had amazing hair for somebody. Like, what uh, mm-hmm. shampoo and conditioner got up at the North Pole? <laughs> but stocking stuffer, indeed. That's all oh, you yeah. gotta say. One hundred percent. I will moisturize that beard. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, the, the, that's our horror hunks um, for the week. Uh, well, horror hunk, I should say, because we got the same person. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I'm excited. Um. To also get into this movie and talk more about um because I have a lot more to say. But I promise I'll try to keep it PG. Oh, you don't have to um, do that. <laughs> Um, but before we get into the movie, Mike, um, have a couple questions, some scenarios. Oh, for me? Okay. Let's see. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start off by asking some questions and just let me know what you would do in these situations or what you prefer. Um, and that's it. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, being still, especially, um, staying in sleigh, you see a lot of creative kills, um, in many different ways. What would you prefer death by? Christmas lights? Uh, candy cane? Or eggnog? Being drowned by eggnog? <sighs> uh, a candy cane in, any, in your eye? Anywhere that, you know, <laughs> gets sharp and stab you? Or strangled to death by some Christmas lights? Which death would you prefer? <laughs> oh. oh my god. Well, I'm gonna choke with two of them the other <laughs> one he stabs him in the eyeball and shoves his face in the wall oh I wait you said you have been you said you've been strangled with um, Christmas lights before no no, I haven't been strangled <laughs> I'm joking I do have handcuffs I have not used those yet though I'm, I'm waiting for the right person okay. that I check <laughs> I might do a little rope Maybe okay. an extension cord if I want to be a little ghetto with it, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with eggnog because I'm gonna choke. Uh, well, I guess drown technically. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, drown because I don't want to be strangled, and okay. I don't want something being stabbed in my eye. And yeah, just drown me, okay. and it'll taste eggnog. good. At least you get a little, you know, flavor. <laughs> yeah, I get to taste a little bit going inside, I guess. That, that yeah, that will work. Okay. Final answer. Um, okay, next question. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, so, wait. I have a question oh, for you. Okay. Not that I prepared any, not that I, that we knew anything about this beforehand at all. But um, my question to you, for you is, would you write, oh, so for a Christmas gift, would you rather be given the Necronomicon from Evil Dead or the Lament configuration from Hellraiser? And these have to be used. You can't just have them and not use them. Ooh, okay. Okay, one part of me wants to say the Necronomicon, mm-hmm. but um, no. I'm going to say the Lament configuration. Uh, because for one, um, I like the um, Cinnabites, um, even though they might fuck me up with their chains and give me the worst possible death I can ever imagine. I'm sure there's some pleasure in it somewhere. 
Um, and I might be able to pull a, a Kirsty and, you know, ease my way out and bargain with them. Okay. <laughs> and escape somehow if I do get into some trouble. So I will say the limit configuration opposed to uh, Necronomicon because I feel like anybody that touches that book, uh, there's no way out. You can't go back to. Well, I guess it depends on the type of Evil Dead film you're watching because if you go with the original, um, besides Ash, once you're a demon, a Deadite, there's no going back from there. You're a Deadite forever. Uh, with the exception of Ash, I don't know why. Um, and then with the new one, obviously, you have to go through all these things to not become a Deadite anymore. And it just, it gets crazy. So, yeah, I would say the limit configuration. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So he likes whips and change, y'all. That's what I got from that um, answer. I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready for your next <laughs> one. <laughs> you freak. I'm ready for you. <laughs> survive a night with Krampus and his little minion hmm. or Billy and Agnes from Black Christmas 2006 and you have to spend like a whole night with them and try to survive so what, uh, which one would you rather be in? You mean like <laughs> okay so I'm trapped in the house in both movies and after mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go with Billy and Agnes I because that to me is I could kill them. I don't really know how to kill Krampus and his little uh, kids or whatever the fuck those were. I, I would I wouldn't even and just the thought like you never know what is gonna pop up like that uh, Jack in the Box creature that was up in the uh-huh. attic like that was I, I wouldn't even be able to handle that or a little gingerbread. No, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the other one. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna do Billy and uh, what's her name? Agnes. Yes. Mm, you got that. I'd rather deal with Krampus and his minions opposed to. First of all, have you seen Agnes? Agnes is a is big as shit. She was ripping out eyeballs on my. <laughs> I will take my chances. She was throwing ice skates at the back of people. Don't you see what happened to Michelle Trackenberg? <laughs> Look, they all stayed in that house. I can run down the street. They all stayed up in there for some reason. I'm not going to be... I, they may be fast, too, though. I don't know. Right. But that's my final answer, because I don't like. I wouldn't be able to deal with the supernatural shit. Got you. Um, okay. Okay. Um, Mine is actually in the same vein. This is my last one. Okay. Would you rather be abducted by Krampus and live in a snow globe for eternity or Mm -hmm. live on an island of gremlins for eternity? An island with gremlins. Um, I feel like I would make friends with them. But no gizmos. Uh-uh, there ain't no gizmos. It's all the bad no, ones. No, that's, that's, that's cool. I, I, I'll deal with the ugly ones, spiking all of them. Um, 
even though they are very mischievous and you know crazy i feel like i can deal with them opposed to being stuck in a snow globe for all eternity and doing the same shit over and over again and that's my like purgatory or whatever mm. i don't think i would be okay with that so i'd rather make friends with gremlins and um maybe become the ringleader maybe become like the, <laughs> the master of the gremlins or some shit i love that you think that you're gonna be friends with these gremlins first of all it's on an island so all they gotta do is hop in water and there's gonna be more of them they're gonna eat your ass alive <laughs> Try my, look, I'll try my best. Like, I don't know. I feel, something that's telling me that I should just try being with the gremlins opposed to being trapped in a snow globe in purgatory. It's something about repeating things over and over again, um, and just living through that. Like that's your, like your own personal hell, I guess. And I don't mm. think that would drive me insane. I don't think I would be able to do that. It kind of reminds me of. Um, uh, American Horror Story cousin when they were all trapped in her purgatory, specifically Misty Day, where she had to keep cutting them oh, yes. over and over and over again, and you know how she felt about animals. That would, That's like me. I would go crazy. I don't think I can handle that. So I'd rather take my chances with the gremlins. I'm sorry. You know what you, you made him? Christmas songs? Oh, y'all could do that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They'll be bored as shit, but it's okay. But you know what? That might be a good choice because they have to go away during when the sunlight comes up. So you will have at least a good, what, 12 hours of peace and to make some kind of plan to, uh, I don't know, make a boat, try to get off of there. But then you got to worry about sharks and uh, squids and shit. So I don't know. Yeah. And I don't like underwater creatures. I, that's one of my biggest Ooh, fears. So me I, too. No, me so, too. Ooh. That's my least of I I'll take that chance, opposed to being trapped on an island with the gremlins. If I have the opportunity to get away, I'm going to take that opportunity. I'm going to take that chance and go for it. Child, I will stay with the gremlins. I'm not getting in the ocean. I will. <laughs> I will stay with the gremlins. <laughs> I could not. On a little raft I built out of some twigs. No. Mm. -mm. <laughs> but maybe we should maybe that should be a theme a month we do is aquatic horror and we just pick some mm -hmm. like horror movies based in water with you know animals with people uh, being dumb and being in their in their habitat yeah I can't I uh, I just mm -mm. I no I <laughs> I remember, quick story, I was a kid and it was this movie, it was like a TV movie, I'm not too sure if it was called Squid or Squids or this, I don't know, it was just something to do with a fucking squid. And I remember freaking the fuck out because it was like these people under the water and a squid, they're huge, and they just kind of just went after these people like really quickly and just like fucking ate them in the water. And I literally like had to like <laughs> go upstairs in my room. I couldn't deal with it. And you would think I was watching something like Freddy or Jason or Michael Myers or something, but no, it's I know that's real. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Are real, and you're in their territory. You know, you're in in their environment. When you're in the ocean and you're like, and you're in the, yeah, you're in the middle of the ocean. There's only so much you can do in there. You, actually, the only thing you can do is swim away. They're quicker in their, you know, their habitat. So it's like, you're done for. You can't yeah. hide somewhere because you're in the water. 
you can't run because I mean obviously you know what it's like you can't do shit. So no. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I don't do with um, sharks, squids, um, dolphins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I no. Whatever's down there, I don't care. Blowfish, fish, no. <laughs> I'm good. But I think that's it for my questions. Um, okay. Uh, I was gonna actually let me ask you. This is real like cheap, whatever. I just thought about this. What is the scariest Christmas song to you? Like, what is? Because some for me, a lot of Christmas songs sound really creepy. Um, particularly uh, Silent Night. I like that song, but it sounds really creepy. Um, and there's another song I forgot the name of it. But I hear it in my head. How it does it kind really of sing like a few lines? Because I'm having trouble even thinking of Christmas songs. Okay. Um, there's so many. There's the little drummer boy. There's obviously Silent Night. Um, there's um, This Christmas. There's Last uh, Christmas. There's there's just so many. I mean, you can skip this one, obviously, but um, I just thought about it because sometimes people find Christmas songs scary and creepy. Oh, well, maybe Silent Night, Silent Night, maybe because. It's kind of building up as like the calm before the storm almost. Mm-hmm. So it's like everything's silent, nothing's going on, and then something's about to happen. But that also yes. is because I can't think of any other songs. Yes. Also, um, I always feel Silent Night creepy. I said creepy. <laughs> um, creepy. But. I remember when I first watched Black Christmas, the original one, and they had that playing like mostly in the background. Is something and just it being connected to that movie freaked me out. You already know that movie's creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. So every time I hear Silent at Night, I think of that movie. So it makes it even creepier for me. You know what? Jingle bells. Because uh, they <laughs> Because to me, it sounded like I was watching some, I don't even know what it was, but it was a whole family, very, you know, energetic and happy singing Jingle Bells. And to me, it sounds like crazy people who are always happy. And to me, there's something wrong with that. So it's uh, it's like um, Stepford Wives singing Christmas songs. That's what it sounds like to me. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> And it's so fast and um, weird. Mm-hmm. You said what? And it's a, it's fast, it's strange. It's uh, it's almost not human. <laughs> okay, let's get into this movie. We we tr- we going to get this through, through this y'all cuz we got to watch Chucky. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So with us. Yes. So, the movie we are reviewing as we said earlier is Santa's Slay, which can be found on Peacock. Mm-hmm. Or P. Dick, which you would like to call it. <laughs> I, I do. I just think it has a better ring to it. P. Dick. Mm-hmm. P. Dick. Have you always craved to put a podcast out into this dark, dread-filled world, but didn't have a clue where to begin? Well, look no further. The Anchor app is free of monetary cost, but it will require some sort of payment. A pint of blood? Maybe a firstborn? You could also relinquish your soul. Small price to pay, really. 
All the creation tools you need to record and edit right on your phone or computer are included. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. The best part is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the free Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm to get started. Join Anchor today if you think you can hack it. So basically the premise of this movie that you suggested, I'm glad that you suggested because it was fun. Um, there is, so Santa is the son of Satan and I believe her name mm-hmm. was um, Mother Erica or sister, something like that, Erica. So he was born through immaculate conception like Jesus. Virgin Erica, there we go. So like Virgin Mary with Jesus. So he was created that way through Immaculate Conception and um, he I don't want to give away too much of it basically he liked killing people right so during the movie we find out the the backstory and everything of why Santa has been doing these benevolent things and giving us gifts and now he's killing people and the movie opens up with I think they should have been in the whole movie Um, me too it was a family, a, a bourgeois family, I would say, <laughs> and a very strange one. They're having like Christmas dinner, and it is Fran Drescher. Yes, the nanny. Yes, <laughs> Chris Kattan, who is who's Mango from Saturday Night Live. Um, yeah. Rebecca Gayhart. <laughs> yep. Oh, I forgot his name. James Can, I think. Yeah, I believe so. And I don't recognize the other two. But they're still just as important. (laughs) Now, something weird was going on with this family from Jump because Chris Kattan and I think Rebecca Gayhart are a couple. They're married, I think. And he asks her what she would like for Christmas. And she said, a faithful husband. And then uh, maybe a minute later, he's rubbing on Fran Drescher's thigh, her inner thigh under the table, who I think is her mother, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, same here. I, I'm still confused about like the family dynamic there and who's related to who and what's going on. And then James Cowan saw it and called, what did he call him? Half, yeah, I think he called him half a fag, which is, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's not funny, but like I wasn't expecting it and I forgot he said that and I'm just like, child. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? I'm 100% not half. <laughs> Correction. <laughs> Um, normally I would be mad at you for movies that do this because we hear Santa Claus coming down a chimney and there is a dog barking and I was like he better not kill this dog in this movie I can deal with a lot but I draw the line at older people and dogs I can't watch them get killed Uh, but he punted the fuck out of this dog and I busted out laughing me too and I normally don't because I got small dogs as you guys know heard on and when he did that i was like i guess because i forgot that happened at the same time i was cracking the fuck up because how it happened <laughs> i'm like that poor dog didn't do shit what no the he hell, kicked the dog up it flew into the the ceiling fan and then cocked over to another air. he's dead he's gone he's gone <laughs> 
And then he commences to killing the family. So he, what did he put like pitchforks in James Can's, James Con, James Can's hands on the table so he can't move. He he um, set Fran Drescher's hair on fire. And then drown her. Yes. <laughs> and then she put her feces on the egg now. <laughs> Poor thing. Chris Kattan. I forgot what the hell he did to Chris Kattan. <laughs> I think he like kicked him into like a clock or something or to a case. But I'm not too sure if he died from that. But he like kicked him and he like blew into the wall or some shit like that. And then he went after Rebecca Gayhart, and she was like, I've been good. And then he popped her in the forehead, and she was dead. <laughs> so he don't care whether you're naughty or nice. He does Dude, not care. Ass, okay. And then one of the out. sisters tried to run out the front door. He took the star at the, stop, the top of the tree and threw it like a ninja star and hit yep. her in the back, and she was dead. And that is the opening scene to Santa's sleigh. So it lets you know what kind of movie we're about to watch. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that was cool though because when I first watched this I was excited. Come to like Fran Drescher, like she's yeah. in a horror movie. Rebecca Gayhart, Chris Kattan, like what? But the little um, this little voice in my head, I was like, this is not real. They're not going to keep this cast <laughs> throughout the whole movie. There's no way this low budget ass movie. We're not going to have these characters like fighting Santa Claus throughout the whole thing and they just use these characters to set up the movie and I guess get people in so I, oh you know what else that girl that did the prayer at the table and she was like thank goodness we aren't, weren't born poor or Samoan and I was like bitch they will mm. fuck you up you, you <laughs> <laughs> don't say that right this, we forget, this movie came out what in 2005 was it four, five? Two thousand five. So it came out like in the early two thousand. So obviously times were different compared yeah. to now. So there's a lot of cringy uh, dialogue throughout this movie. Um, so I'm just warning y'all <laughs> if y'all watch, um, just be prepared because there's a lot of cringy, um, not so nice things being said that wouldn't fly by in today's world. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to put that warning out there. Speaking of that. We get introduced to the next character. She might be my favorite character in this whole movie. Um, we're introduced. We we are sent to uh, a deli, and we meet the main character. Yes, I loved Mrs. Talbot. She was out of her fucking mind. She was cracking me the fuck. Uh, I love her. She was cursing them out. Uh, she yeah. told old girl before she let called her a fucking whore or something, just out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then she starts to drive off, and she, her head can barely get over the steering wheel. So all you see is like her hair and her eyes, and she's—I don't know what she seems like. She's drunk driving because the car is swerving, and Santa is um, behind her in his sleigh with one—they call it a reindeer, but it looks like a bison to me. Or a buffalo. Yeah, it looked like the bison. They call it. He called it his hell deer or some shit. But it looked like a bison, a big ass bison. But and he was trying. To, he wasn't going to kill her, but she wouldn't get out the way. And that damn uh, reindeer bison hell shit <laughs> fucked her car up. Had her flip over. Got in an accident. It was on fire. She's gone. She, Mrs. Talbot. She's gone too soon. Yeah. 
too, too soon. Yes, but I was cracking up because I guess this came out around the time, obviously, when Ludacris was oh yes in the game because you hear Santa saying, "Move, bitch, get out the way." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would die if that fucking song was playing during that scene. I would be in tears. You know what? Actually, I'm going to get that scene and add that audio. Do it just to see what it looked like. <laughs> These kids wouldn't even know what the hell we're laughing at. Cause I don't <laughs> think they know Ludacris. Uh, so we go, we're back with Nikki and Mary at the deli. And uh, Mr. Green, the owner, gives them some Christmas gifts. Uh, he gives. Like, yeah, I did. I didn't want him. Oh, let me not spoil that. But. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I did like him. He seemed like a nice boss. He gives gifts. I mean. Um, he gives is her name Mary because he called her Mac at another point yes Mary I believe and it wasn't lost to me that her name's Mary and the, the boy's name is Nicholas so I'm thinking St. Nicholas yeah. and uh, I guess uh, Virgin Mary although he called her Mac so yeah. I'm like her name is like Mary Mac like Miss Mary Mac 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 mm-hmm. all dressed in black 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 <laughs> <laughs> he gives her what the fuck? Did, I don't remember what he gave her. He gave Nick a clock, a world clock that tells you the times around the world. <laughs> he gave her something that, oh, a snow globe. Yes. And she was like, of a, I guess it was a different uh, state because she was basically, why the fuck would you give me something like this? But she accepted it because it's Christmas and you just take gifts that people give you. But yeah. Nikki got a clock that tells him what time it is around the world in different areas. Mary offers him a ride home. I did not know they were a couple until later later in this movie. Um, when she's in the car and, just friends and he liked her or something. Yeah, that's she had like a boyfriend. I had that like conception in my head. That's exactly what it seemed like. And he's walking to get into the car and she I thought she was rubbing coke on her gums, but uh she was putting toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> she was rubbing toothpaste on her teeth and her tongue. <laughs> But I, was, I swear I thought I swear I thought it was cold. But uh, <laughs> and she's as she's dropping him off, we find out that Nikki does not like Christmas, and we um, we learn later why he doesn't like Christmas, right? And so he gets to his home, and he has like a very elaborate door system with the locks. Mm-hmm. So it's like he has the first key is hidden under some shit on the porch. He uses that to unlock it. Then he opens another part of the door. And then there's another hidden key for a lock that's like there for the leprechaun. And um, uses that and he gets inside. I was like, that takes, if you were being chased by somebody, you know how long it would take for you to get in that house? Right. You have to do all that extra shit just to get inside your house. Even if you're inside your house and they like jump their way inside, getting out of your house (laughs) would be like hard too. (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna jump out the window yeah so now, why not they did it on all the Friday the 13th movies it, so it gave me Jamie Lee Curtis obviously Halloween uh, <laughs> on a lower <laughs> level um, but then so then we meet Nick's grandfather who I don't know I, they gave his name honestly y'all I was so 
out of it watching this. So I don't remember the grandfather's name. I think it's just Grandpa. They grandpa. Just call him grandpa. Yeah. It's like Willy Wonka. I mean, he just says Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's that's who he is. So we meet his grandfather, and his grandfather mentions something about trying to change the light bulbs in his bunker, which is a surprise to Nikki that he even has a bunker. Um, how you don't know he has a bunker and you've been living with him, I'm assuming most of his life. Yeah, I would think so. Mm. Okay, let's see. But, but doesn't his, um, <clears throat> like his grandfather give him, um, like he wanted to know like the truth. Well, he was trying yeah. to tell him the truth about like Christmas or something like that. And um, he gave him the ne- he actually gave him the ne- Necronomicon. He did, yes. He, did. <laughs> he Nick said it, but he didn't actually give him the Necronomicon. But it would have been dope if he did. And, um. <laughs> and he said it differently. I was like, have I been saying the name of this book wrong this entire no, time? Nick just did it wrong. He said Necronomicon or some weird shit. I'm like, no, yeah, that's what he, I was like. So Grandpa's basically been um, and throwing in little hints that Santa is not as benevolent as we all think he is, and um, and as Nick is like pressuring him to like tell him the truth about Christmas, why do you hate Christmas so much? And you know the grandfather's been in his bunker for a few days, so he must be preparing for something. So Grandpa pulls out his. Nordic Book of Shadows, or as he calls it, the Book of Claws, which has been in their family for generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we learn, first of all, we learn that I, that Nick is also Nordic. He just doesn't speak it. Yeah. For some reason. I was telling him, you should learn this because this is like, like in your blood or some shit like that. Yeah. And as he's going through the story, we learn that on Santa's birthday every year, there would be many deaths, and they would give it the name The Day of Slayings. And before he dives further into the story, uh, Mary shows up, unannounced, didn't call nothing, shows up, and she brings over (laughs) fresh... Well, she did, yeah, she brings over a gun for Nick as a gift, and she brings over fresh Wolverine uh, for the grandfather oh, yeah. to eat. But yeah, she brought him a gun that is, it looks like a gun, a but it's a transformer. In my head, I was like, this is some Tamirai shit. But, um, <laughs> yeah. you got a, a toy gun, but I was like, he'll be fine. He, I'm sure he'll be quite yeah. alright with this gun. Because it looked real. But, um, <laughs> I honestly forgot about that part, and then um, it was like when he was when she was messing with Ben and turned into like a transformer, and, and along transformer lines, I forgot what she said, but it was like one of the transformer lingo or something like that. I don't know. Maybe more than meets the eye, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what she said. Mm, then they start. They sit down. They have a conversation. Then I'm starting to see. Um, a little like okay maybe they're more than just friends like I get a hint of that but then we we are shoved back into Santa Santa's world and he goes to a strip club um I put titty galore in the notes but that's not the name of the strip club I think I wrote that because their titties were out it was called called like gold diggers yes that was what it was called gold diggers 
<laughs> that scene. <laughs> so he, he walks in, he grabs one woman and kisses her, and then he shows her it's mistletoe. And so she walks away, and then some dude attacks him, and this is where the strangling with the Christmas lights question you, you had came in. So he strangled him, <laughs> threw him to the bar, he got stabbed. People, all of a sudden, all the dudes just start trying to attack him. And he, this is when he, like, really starts showing off, I guess, his fighting skills. Um, yeah. At one point, he, <laughs> one of the strippers is swinging on a swing. And he jumps oh, up yeah. there, and his face is all up in her crotch. And <laughs> so weird. So he kills all the well, dudes. I the scene with, um, like, the stripper was sliding down the pole, and he was about to grab it to whoop one of the, the dudes' ass, mm-hmm. but then he was like, wait, hold up. They should just lit down that. So he grabbed, like, um, like <laughs> cleaner. And yeah, and he sprayed the, the damn pole that... <laughs> I'm not even going I'm like, there. How are you doing that? But your face was all up in some right. Like, your face was all up in some stranger's crotch. Like, do we think? Sense, bro. Do we think Santa is faithful to Mrs. Claus? No. No, he doesn't get okay. Uh, the type of dude he is, I can tell. Mm. There's probably yeah, little half Santa. and spread it wide. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mr. Santa <laughs> would be ready. Well, maybe Todd came with. With the bullshit. Whatever that quote is. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He wouldn't be faithful. I don't see that. No. And he even walked up in there and he was like, ho, ho. ho. Oh, he did. Yes. <laughs> puns, puns, puns throughout the whole movie. I love it. Uh, So he was beating some dude's ass with a stripper pole like he was Donatello. <laughs> um, and he's about to leave, and then he turns around and like blows on. I think it's coal, and it lights on fire. And so the strippers are all it's staring at him. Tea. Yes, and he's like naughty. So I guess we're supposed to think that the strippers are bad. <laughs> 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 then he kills the strippers. Yeah, he sets the whole thing on fire. I honestly, if this was a Rob Zombie film, I feel like all the strippers would have got it in brutal ways. Oh, yeah. So, they yeah. were nice with funny strippers. We, their deaths were off screen. They, you just heard that they got killed in the fire. That was it. And even in the fighting scenes, there was no, like, harm towards the women. It was almost due to all the men. So, it was tasty. You know what? That's a good point. Yeah, well, yeah, if Rob Zombie did this, he would have been called him, you fucking whore, bitch, that and right. killing her at the same time. <laughs> they would be called every curse word in the book, the C word, whore, sluts, and just dot, get, being killed in brutal ways and just child. You see what Michael did to. Um, that one girl at Halloween too, he kept slamming her face in the damn wall and so she was unrecognizable. Yeah. Like, damn, what'd she do for her to be slammed in the wall like that? That was wild. So, no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, oh, and Santa, he, first of all, I forgot, he gave his sleigh to valet before going inside of here. <laughs> that was funny. And then when he's leaving, he sees that his reindeer ate the valet because he like coughs up a piece of him and he just giggles he laughs he loves the violence he's all for it yes 
And then we were back with Nick and Mary and Grandpa. They're all sitting down uh, watching TV. And Grandpa gets up to go to bed. And this is when I was like, okay, they're a couple. Because they're like all up, almost cuddled up on the couch together. Yeah. And uh, she seems like she's, I think she's maturing faster than Nick. And she wants a man. Not a, not a little boy. That's the vibe I'm getting from these little tiffs they're having. Yeah, me too. Like, I feel like their chemistry is just more friend. Like, I don't get a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. Even a little, little later towards the end of the film where um, things are going down, and you actually see Mary doing a lot more mm-hmm. than Nick. And she says something along those lines, too, about her doing a little bit more. So... She's, I don't know. I get more just best friend, friend vibe opposed to just them being in a relationship. It's really odd. I think she just has more like She probably dated John Mayer and she knows how she's supposed to be treated and she's not going to take it from Nikki. That's what I'm going to... That's my guess. Okay. I like that guess. <laughs> uh, so they get into a little... The most minuscule of fights and then she leaves. Um... Nikki continues to read the story in the Book of Claws of Santa, and then we find out that the townspeople prayed to God for protection, and God sent down an angel in the form of an old man who, low-key in the little animated skit, looked like Grandpa already. Yeah, I said that was kind of just like a... um... I'm not going to say teaser, but it's kind of just like a spoiler right there Mm -hmm. to show who Grandpa is. Because, I mean, it looks just like him. It it really does. Uh, And so, uh, Grandpa, formerly Angel, had, um, he decided to have a competition with Santa. And Santa, being as arrogant as he was, didn't think that he could be beaten. And the competition was basically, you know, they were on the ice as Santa was ice fishing. So, the competition was to push, it was like a big stone over to whoever could get closest to the hole without going in would win. If Santa won, he could cause chaos, I guess, endlessly wherever, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. But if Grandpa won, Santa would have to stop the day of slayings and have a day of glee for a thousand years. So the Christmas that we know, Santa would have to abide by that. Right, yeah. so Santa so, goes that first. Man that's coming down your chimney and eating your cookies. Mm. I guess now um, mm. that would be the Santa Claus. I mean, obviously that's in the movie, but he's he had, he's only doing that because he lost his bet. Um, exactly. So the whole point of this movie now is for him to actually win, so he could he can continue to wreck havoc and fuck shit up like he's been doing throughout <laughs> this whole movie. <laughs> So Santa lost the, the, the competition. And so um, Nikki realizes that it's been exactly 1,000 years. And so he begins investigating. Right? And so now we're on Christmas Day. And we see a family. I guess they're opening Chris, Christmas presents. And these little bastard children. Um, rude as fuck. <laughs> I love this part. It was so random, but... He, what did he say? Can we open our fucking presents? Something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the old woman and was just not a lot. They're like, yeah, sure. Let, yeah, come on. Let's open the presents. And the grandparents are just looking at each other like, yo, these assholes. 
I so they opened their gifts and there was like an explosion from inside the boxes and their heads were gone and I was like good for them yes <laughs> and I thought about you too because you already know how you feel about these children so I, I look <laughs> <laughs> see in it with Nikki and Mary in the movie they're the, the leads so to me it makes sense they're kids but they it makes sense that they're the leads and I'll watch it but little bastards that don't belong in the movie or causing other shit to happen, they can go at any point in time. They can all get it. I'm with you. Um, so I love this next part. The next part is the funeral for everybody they lost at the strip club the previous night. <laughs> oh, God. Well, yeah, that's so bad. So the dude at the church, I forgot his name. Wasn't he like a pastor or something? Yeah. In a strip club. Mm-hmm. He, he made it out of that strip club when all that shit was going down. And now he's back there preaching, <laughs> calling, <laughs> talking about like these heathens and things like that, the damn strip club. Meanwhile, he was there like what? Not too long ago, like the night before. The night before. And I'm just like, yo. And he was calling them by their names. All the strippers, he was calling them by their stripper names. So. Oh, yeah. So I wrote those names down because I. <laughs> Oh, you got him? Yeah, so he didn't even mention any of the men's names. He skipped over those. Mm -hmm. uh, the first stripper was Crystal Candy. The second one, mm -hmm. Sierra Rain. Very exotic sounding, right? These next two took me out, though, because I didn't even pick up on them until this scene. Dixie Wrecked. And... <laughs> <laughs> See, don't make me laugh. It's like we're fake. It Dixie, like Dixie Cup, and it's Dixie Wrecked, and mm -hmm. Tess Tickler. I didn't. Yes. I read those names the in, at the strip club scene, and it didn't even dawn on me to read those like that. So that made me crack up during that whole scene. <laughs> Dixie Wrecked. That's a great drag name. It is. And Tess Tickler. Is. I like Tess Tickler too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, so Santa then shows up at Mr. Green's deli. And I'm wondering if the director or the creator of this movie was Jewish because I'm noticing a lot of like Christmas versus Jewish people references in this yeah. movie. So, uh, he, I mean, so I mean, Mr. Green, he wasn't going out like no punk, he was throwing shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he was trying to defend himself and then Santa hops through the damn uh, the uh, the glass shit where you have all the food and then he shoves a menorah through his neck and then he is like pinned up the against the wall and I was like Michael Myers style what symbolism is this <laughs> right it's like okay and but when you look at it, like, when I first watched this, I'm like, why is he doing this? Like, this is so random. Like, why is he killing these random-ass people? Mm -hmm. But I guess um, some of this is connected to who he's trying to find. Right. Because as he's leaving, you see on the picture that he's with um, Mr. Green's... Uh, Mr. Green is obviously uh, friends with um, Grandpa. And obviously, Nicholas works for Mr. Green, so... I guess he see that, and that's who he's trying to trade down, Grandpa. So, 
But I don't understand the connection to the strip club. I think that was just random. Why was he there? Oh, maybe he thought Grandpa was going to be throwing them ones or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, so we get Nikki going to the gas station and we meet Debo. Debo! <laughs> yeah. uh, so I was like, that's random as fuck. <laughs> that's Debo. I forgot he was in this too. And I was just like, yo, look at Debo from Friday. Rest in peace. I know he passed away. And I, yes. And I was like, wait, is he going to fight Santa in this? That would be awesome. They should have done that. I also have a question. Do you think, because like 30 seconds of this, who would win, this Santa Claus or Michael Myers from Halloween Kills? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, because This Santa Claus is very, he's fast. You know, I mean, like mm-hmm. he's jumping through shit. He's charging after you. He's doing fucking acrobatics. Like this man is crazy. Michael would probably be able to eat all of that up mm-hmm. and handle it. But um, I don't know. I probably would go for Santa because he's quicker. But then again, I don't know. Michael doesn't die. I mean, <laughs> Evil's not dying tonight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so. Um, I'll, I'll say Santa just because he's quick on his feet, and he can fucking um, we can do jumping kind of fast. But I do know his quantity is to uh, well, one of his powers I should say is to um, have fire blast from his mouth. Yes, and that's all. I'm like, yeah. I'm like now he's Bowser. Like, what is going on here? Right. <laughs> I I'm gonna go with Michael. I, I like to think that Michael's also one of Satan's children at this point and he doesn't die. Oh yeah. So they could be siblings fighting it out. True. Although I like to think that they're this is the same universe and they're very <laughs> they're very good friends with each other. They probably would be. Although maybe Michael would be like, "You're killing Pete, the wrong people," and so I don't know. I'm making bullshit up now. Okay. Um, <laughs> so Nikki over here is. Before you go on, I just have a problem. Every time we see a, especially in these movies back in the day, every time we have have a kid that's um, basically all white. And then when you do finally get a recognizable person of color, they always got to play like hip hop or rap music in the background. Mm-hmm. Like that's supposed to show that they're like some type of, um, like, uh, I guess, get a gangster or a rapper or something like that. I'm just like, no. Like when they pop, when Debo popped up, I'm like, they didn't have to put that music in the background to make it seem like he was this type of dude. Even though his dialogue was to say like he got out of the hood because the hood is dangerous, so that's why yeah. he's working at that gas station in there. But like, they didn't have to make it like that stereotype. So looking back at him, just like, yeah, they could have done without the music. Absolutely, of course. But like you say, it's 2005, so. Uh, we it was full of movie, movies were full of stereotypes and shit. I'm sure maybe it was funny back then. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Nikki finds out over the radio at the gas station that 
Mr. Green is dead, basically. Well, at least there was some sort of accident at their uh, place of work. And so he goes to the restaurant and sees Mr. Green pinned up with the menorah in his neck. He tries to pull it out. Uh, Mr. Green wakes up, which I was not expecting. <laughs> yeah, me neither. But um, he then goes to the police to try to explain the story of Santa to Captain Cork. Now, this is a hard word for me to say. It's C A U L K. I know it's cock, but that just it doesn't roll off my tongue right. Captain Cork. So I. I got, I got what the joke was going to be before all of that, but I was like, I can't say it. <laughs> Cork. Yeah. <laughs> Captain Cork. Santa shows up at the police station, kills everybody, and then <laughs> Nikki and Mary are headed to Nikki's to get Grandpa, and they are stopped by Santa, who pulled up in a cop car. And they... So then he starts chasing them, and I guess he's fast because he end up, his ass ends up on the back of their truck. The car is going, and this man is chasing it like after the car. You see him running after the car, and he ends up on the top of the fucking car. This <laughs> is like, yo, this dude is crazy. He's super determined. I love it. Then Nikki, um, he gets a shotgun from underneath the seat because Mary's like, oh, I guess I guess I father stay strapped. So he got a shotgun on the seat. He pops one off on Santa who flies off. And he gets up like immediately and calls his sleigh. But they drive off. And so they reach uh, Grandpa's house. And they find Grandpa in the bunker. And uh, I guess they're trying to explain to him, Santa's here. and he, He's coming for us. And they are interrupted by carolers at the door. Now, me, I would have left their ass out there. <laughs> that was funny part, too. <laughs> but Mary, she's like, I, basically, I have to go help them. I have to tell them to go leave for their safety. Um, as she's trying to tell them to leave, Santa just <laughs> pops up behind them, flinging their asses left to right and killing them. Yes. I was like, now see? <laughs> and then they try to run back down into the bunker. Um, and Santa is busting the bunker door down like it's nothing. Um, so Grandpa tries to get them to escape on some snowmobiles. There's two snowmobiles. One of them isn't really working. Um, they were not hustling enough for me in this situation. Mm-hmm. They weren't. Grandpa Mary was on her own snowmobile and it wasn't working. Like soon as the like the first couple tries, I was like, you know what? Me and Nick we're hopping on the same one together. Right. But it's like they spent too much time trying to get it to work and then they're talking then grandpa's talking to them. It's just like slim fast enough. Y'all are like in danger, man. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Mary got grandpa killed. That's what I'm just gonna say that. Cause she didn't hop off she and did. get on the other although I guess he wouldn't have been able to fit if but, but whatever. <laughs> They were point is they were waiting because she wouldn't move. Um, so Grandpa and Santa are having an exchange of words, and Santa's reindeer comes and runs Grandpa over, and then Grandpa got ran over by a reindeer. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. And then Santa stumps his head, and you just hear the squish sound underneath his boot. So. You know, he's gone. 
unfortunately. Now they're on a snowmobile driving off, and then Santa's then Santa gets on his sleigh, and he's throwing uh, explosive presents at them from above. Amazing. I'm just gonna say this: I think Santa Claus should be a character in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> he should have been already on that. <laughs> he can fight and he has gadgets. And I think they yeah, need to they need to get on that. Blowing <laughs> shit up. Spitting cold out and shit. I love it. Yeah, so they Okay, so now they I thought this was a school they broke into. Um It's not. I it, they had like an ice rink inside, so I was like, I don't know no schools that have that. Okay, but I thought it was a school. Yeah, me too, the whole time, unless this school is fancy enough to get an ice rink. <laughs> yeah, they, they break in, um, and he's chasing them around, and that's when he really starts shooting fireballs. He has uh, Christmas ornaments that turn into like, kind of like a smoke bomb or tear gas. Yeah. And he's chasing. It's a mess at this point. But um, he's chasing them. There's a lot. They end up at the ice rink. And (laughs) Santa is about to run them over with, I do not know what it's called, but um, it's like the big old. Fuck. (laughs) It's a big old ice machine. It it, 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 gets the ice together so y'all can ski on it and shit. Ice skate. He's trying to run them over, and just as he's about to, Grandpa's spirit shows up, and um, <laughs> he's an angel. Yes, and he is an angel, and Santa reveals how he was able to find them because apparently Nikki wrote a letter to Santa asking for was it an Easy Bake Oven? Yeah, <laughs> he wanted the Easy Bake Oven, and he gave his name obviously and the address on the letter. And they have like a really, I guess, unique last name. It was mm-hmm. Yule something. So he knew that this was a descendant of Grandpa. So that had, that's how he found them. So Grandpa proposes they have a rematch. And Santa agrees. Um, obviously, the, the it's the same shit. Santa, if you... Well, if Santa wins, he throws Grandpa into a hellhole that he opened up. By stumping his yeah. foot in the ice. And spend eternity in hell. Yes. And if Grandpa wins, Santa will have to be the Santa that we know for eternity. So only doing good things. Mm-hmm. Um, Grandpa goes. He gets it right right by the hole so it doesn't go in. And Santa decides to toss <laughs> Grandpa into the, <laughs> into the hell hole. <laughs> Instead of playing. He's like, you won't get me twice, ho. Like, that was so petty. You will not get me again, ho. I'm tossing your ass off it. Yo, I let out the biggest shriek because I forgot that happened as well. So watching it and preparing for this, I was like cracking the hell up. I'm like, yo, Santa is petty as hell. He literally like <laughs> tossed his ass into the hole. <laughs> Spreading here. Oh, man. Whew. And uh, so at this point, I think Nikki's, he has like a timer, some kind of watch or a timer. 
And so in his mind, this whole time, Christmas ends at a certain point in their time zone. And so Nikki's telling Santa, you know, Christmas is over. So it's over for you, ho. You about to go. You got to <laughs> We We don't fear you anymore. Like Santa loses his powers and shit like that. And yes. he can't really do anything once the... What once it turns like 12 a.m. or something like that? And then Santa explained something. And I had to look this up because I was like, this sound, I don't know if this is made up or not. So Santa explains that people normally uh, misconstrue this, but that at the North Pole, there are 24 time zones that converge at a single point, which means if you want to look at it, technically, all the time zones are happening at the same time. So he's like, yeah. Christmas is over. When I say it's over, bitch. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, he just say that, though. He was like, Christmas is over. When I say it's over. <laughs> and Nikki, he takes. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention this part. That his grandfather is, has been like inventing things as, as long oh, as he's man. known. The little nutcracker. Yeah. So earlier in the movie, he had picked up a nutcracker, and it's basically a gun. <laughs> with, with the nutcracker yeah. in it. And uh, Nikki shoots Santa with the nutcracker gun. Uh, they go to get Grandpa out of the hellhole as he's hanging there by his little Quidditch-looking star thing that he has stabbed up in the hole. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, let's see, Santa decides to escape. He breaks out. And they decide they have to finish him off. But Grandpa can't go any further because he's an angel. And I don't really understand these rules and why he can't leave that building. But okay. Me neither. It's like, how did you end up there? <laughs> First of all, you didn't die there. But now you can't leave there? It's really mm-hmm. weird. Um, so Nikki and Mac, they decide to recruit some other townspeople. Her brother, some other people. Um, and they basically... Convince them by saying they get to hunt a flying reindeer. So they're like, okay, sure. And so they go find it. And you just see a sleigh in the background, and they all take out their guns. And they just start shooting. <laughs> they just start shooting at the sleigh and the reindeer. And then, I don't know. Then the damn sleigh and reindeer explode. And you see all the reindeer guts falling down. Yes. And then she, we turn around and we see that Mary's father had a rocket launcher. It was like Resident Evil, the new game stop. Yes. Like at the end of Resident <laughs> Evil, how you magically have a fucking rocket launcher to save you. That's exactly what it is. It came out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> uh, so he, she, he shot the damn sleigh. Notice I said sleigh and reindeer. Because when they see the Santa that's on the ground, it is not Santa Claus. It's one of the residents. But Nikki decides to not tell them because he doesn't want to scare them. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I thought it was the pastor and he was dressed up like Santa. It was. It was the pastor. <laughs> and I, there was a point where he was chasing them and he ends up in the town. And, you know, he's a pastor, so he normally keeps himself together. But when Santa was flying towards them... I forgot what the fuck he said. He, he said, like, move out of the way, skanks or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> to, to try to save himself. But now he's dead. Um, so he doesn't tell them that Santa Claus is still on the loose. But he 
it's basically like he's going to take up the mantle where his grandfather left off with the Book of Claws. And in the final scene, we see Santa is at the airport. Now, Santa was looking real good in this scene right here. Mm-hmm. I was uh, here for it. So he's going to fly back to the North Pole. And I, I guess I was here for it as well. And that is the end of Santa's sleigh. <laughs> yeah. So, Michael, mm. your thoughts. How, how did you feel about um, Santa's sleigh? Yes, this was your first time watching. Yes, this was the first time. Wa- I like I told you, I normally stay away from the Santa horror movies or Christmas horror movies because I feel like they're they're not good usually. But mm-hmm. I was thoroughly entertained while watching this. I went in expecting it to not be good, so I didn't go in with high hopes. But I definitely laughed at a few points. Um, it wasn't long. Now, if this was two hours and it was this kind, that would have been over it. It was yeah. like an hour, seventeen minutes, something along those lines. So, I was like, this is perfect. Give me a little stupid movie that I can laugh at and be entertained by. I would say, out of five, I will give it a solid. Um, <laughs> I'll give it a, a two, two and a half. Okay. Same. Um, I did. I did that with my letterboxed. Um, I gave this movie a. I think I gave it a two. Um, because I mean, some people might give it more. Um, I'm friends with a lot of people on Letterboxd, and I've seen other ratings on there. Some people gave it a three, or and so I've seen even a four. And I'm mm. just like, wow, okay, this movie must really mean something to you. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not judging because there's movies that. Ma- you know that I love that other people might that might consider bad and give one star and I might give it five. So, um, but for this movie, fair enough. Um, I give it a two as well. Um, it's it's fun. You can't go into this movie um, serious out of it. And like you were saying about like Santa horror movies, because mm-hmm. a lot of them aren't good. Um, this one was very entertaining and it's it's just, it's funny. You know, it's a lot of random shit. It's meant for you to watch and have a good time. Just smoke your weed or <laughs> if, that's, if that's something that you do, grab a drink and just sit there and watch Santa's Slay. And like you said, Michael, it's only like under, it's not even two hours. It's not even an hour and 30 minutes. It's like hour 18 or something. So it's under an hour and 30 minutes. And yeah, you might lose some brain cells watching this, but it's okay. I promise you still <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, Bill Goldberg is sexy in this, so I mean He is. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh uh, yes. So I would su- I would definitely suggest this as a one time watch. Uh, where watch is it once Goldberg? a year. Yeah. Holidays. You don't have to watch it multiple times. I mean if this is your type of movie and type of humor, then maybe you can watch some more than once during the holidays, but um, I feel like it's worth at least a watch once a year during the holiday season. Okay. And it's in your lineup. So what what movies, because we're, we're trying to, we've been like brainstorming other movies. Jack Frost just popped into my head or whatever the fuck that movie's called with the, uh, the Killer Snowman with Shannon oh, Elizabeth. Wow. In when it. you said Jack Frost, I thought about the one with Michael Keaton. Yeah, that's why I was like, well, whatever it is, because <laughs> I don't remember the name. <laughs> it's the It's the Killer Snowman. And um, yeah, there's, there's the 
is a Jack Foster for Killer Snow. I have not seen that. I've <gasps> always like seen the cover art for it, but I never seen that. Oh, movie. we watching that. Okay, we're we're gonna do we're gonna review whatever that movie's called. Um with the with the Killer Snowman. I think it is Jack Frost. It's just a horror version of it. Well then what was the other movie called then? Anyway, we'll figure that out. But I think that's going to be a movie we're going to check out because I, I don't think people are going to be reviewing that, right? So it'll be a good time. Another stupid, fun movie. I, also, because you haven't seen it, that's why I really want I, I want to see what your thoughts are with this movie. Okay. Um, I, I'm excited. I'm here for Killer Snowman. I want to know how this is going to work, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to reveal that to you, and don't you look it up either. I'm not. I'm going to be surprised. I promise. I want to be surprised, and um, yeah, I don't like. I don't like spoilers, especially. Mm. I don't care if the movie came out like that long ago. Being just letting me, you're going to cover it. I'm going to go into it blind. Yes, that's I guess the best enjoy way. it that way. And then we can talk about it here. And you will enjoy it. I guarantee it. I guarantee. Yeah, you I'll will. make sure I definitely have a drink. I'll have my cookie throw with me. Yes. Um, and I make sure I'll be lit by the time <laughs> this movie, that movie's done. So it's going to be a damn mess. And I'm ready. I, In fact, I would put him up there with a higher mo- uh, horror movie icons. I would put him up there. Okay. I think people would disagree, yeah. but I would put him up there. Him. Okay. That's a stretch. Um, I mean, <laughs> that's, that, that says a lot, Michael. Him. So we'll see. I'll give him and that clown from Terrifier. And okay, right. I'll, I'll put them up there, and they, they can fight. These people can fight me in the parking lot if they want to. If they disagree, I think they have the personality. Okay. And I'm gonna leave it at that. I love it. I love it. All right, but we. Uh, so you give this the two point. You said two point five. Yeah, I'm gonna go two point three now. But yes. Two point. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, well, I guess that concludes. Um, it does, because it's Chucky love. starts... I'm happy that you enjoyed this movie. Um, and Would you watch this again, though? I would in 2022, um, okay. towards the end of the year, <laughs> okay. um, with nice gowns. I would, I would, I would watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it again. Um, I might even suggest it to other people who... Happen to be over, or they don't want to watch something fun. You know, sometimes people don't like the movies I pick to watch, so maybe not. But I'd watch yeah. it again. Depend on something silly and goofy, I'm sure they'll be fine. They'd probably be like, What the fuck is this? and end up laughing at it and still having a good time watching it. So I hope so, because I don't want to have to put out if the movie sucks and they don't like it. But, um, Yes, that's going to conclude it, this episode because we are about to watch Chucky and it starts in five minutes. Mm-hmm. So I hope you have all enjoyed this. Go watch the movie if you have not. Again, it is on P-Dick slash Peacock. <laughs> um, it's free. Check it out. It's free. Get some snacks, get a little drink, um, and enjoy it. But um, if you want to find me... Um, on the social medias, uh, my name is at Thackeray Binks eighty six, and the podcast on Twitter is at People underscore Scares. 
And if you want to find me, um, I'm Bobby <laughs> Torres with a Z, not an S, on Twitter and Instagram, and also my YouTube channel, Bobby Likes a Spooky. You can find me on there as well. Yes. Bobby Likes a Spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's... Hey, you might find me on here more often. That's right. <laughs> y'all remember y'all heard that? Remember you guys heard that? <laughs> you might hear him on this more often. Hold him to that. Um, yeah, that's going to be it. Until next time. Have good day. Night, everybody. Good day. Good evening. Good slayings. Bye. Yes. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>